Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Hoopla with Sean and Sean Podcast. I'm your host, Sean C. Taylor. And I'm your host, Sean B. Taylor. We have a very, very special guest yeah. today. I am like, I'm I'm just grinning from ear to ear like a kid on Christmas <laughs> because one of my best friends and best basketball players, best basketball minds that I know is in the building. Mr. Jason Conley, a.k.a. Mr. Cooper, a.k.a. Coop. AKA he's a walking bucket before the kids were saying he's a bucket. Welcome to the podcast, man. Right. Hey, my man, right. my brother. What's up? What's up? <laughs> so we got Tio Chewy behind the behind the camera today, set us up real official like. Mm-hmm. We're on episode eighteen. Yeah. And what did you say Ooh. about this? Oh, well now we're kinda in like adulthood for po- right. the podcasting right, right. stuff. So, so, like, now we're kind of adults in this stuff. We're adults in the game, right? Wrong. We're putting our big boys' pants, yeah. pants on, right? Yes. So, who better to have here than Mr. Cooper? Now, if you see, I'm, I'm wearing a little something, a little bling, so to speak, on my hand. I don't ever wear jewelry, but it's because Coop and I actually were members of the 1998 Men's National uh, Basketball National Championship team. St. John's at Prospect Hall Vikings, 25 and 0. Mm-hmm. That's where I met this guy right here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we both were coming from public school, got recruited to, to go out to Prospect Hall, and the rest is history. So we going to yeah. rock this ring. Coop, he don't mess his fingers up too much from yeah. getting too many buckets, so he can't wear them. No, 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 not too many buckets. <laughs> but I can still wear mine. So, <laughs> so let's jump right into it, man. Like I said, Coop is a, 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 an extremely talented accomplished dude i can't say enough about this guy right and one of the most humble assassins that i know okay mm-hmm. so coop tell us a little bit about your 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 past and the things that you've accomplished um especially after you and i won the national championship at st john's like what things really your trajectory went crazy right so what yeah. happened as far as like post high school well let me um go back in the story okay. because this okay. is something that uh you know that the that people need to know and hear. Your dad and I, uh, we were part, like he said, we were part of the national championship team. But um, do you know how many minutes we, pl- right. we, we uh, played a game? <laughs> right. uh, no, how many? Yes. I mean, think, think about it. We were on the number one team in the country, and your dad was. You, your dad and I were on the team. Were, right. were there 48 minutes in the game? 40. 40. No, no, no. 32. 32. 32. Yeah, Four eight-minute quarters. Yeah. 32. Right. So I'd say about like... 19. <laughs> 19 seconds a game is what right. we, what he and I averaged. That's right. Uh, we didn't right. play much. Right, not at all. You know, we, we, we didn't play much. Right. And it, and we had to humble ourselves because we, we came from schools before where we were the man. Right. And then we left and went to St. John's and we had to sit on the bench. Right, absolutely. And I remember when we when we made the team, I mean, I went home and ripped. And, and cried sometimes because I, I realized that I wasn't going to play. Right. Hey, look, me too. And Me too. But then I thought about it and I started to think. I started to look past what I was seeing. And I said, you know what? I might not be playing in the games right now, but I get to go against the starting five of the number one team in the country. Right. Every day in practice. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Every single day in practice. And that's what made us better. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like we played... 25 games yeah but how many practices a week did we right. have against these guys weightlifting sessions weightlifting sessions and these guys would go to work on us yeah start starting five but it made us better absolutely so i thank that time yeah you know although i didn't play i thank that time because it 
it, it helped me go through adversity. Yeah. And it also showed showed me, you know what? You're not just going to walk in this place that's and just it. get whatever you that's want. That's it. That's it. That, that's that's the way it is. You can't just come to the number one team in in the country and expect, hey, oh, you just going to play all these minutes. Right. Yeah. And I learned a lot from that. Yeah, I me too. I learned a lot from that. Yeah. So me too. After that year, <laughs> um, you know, we, we didn't play. We, we didn't play much. Right. But I mm-hmm. I was confident after after yeah. winning after championship. I was I was crazy with it. You know, I was yeah. I was confident. We um, I went to pit pit four camp five star camp right that mm-hmm. summer and we, we we were going from St. John's to Montrose right that year. Coach had a couple guys. Coach Sutton, coach. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Coach Kevin Sutton. Yeah, Kevin Sutton at, uh, Rhode, at Rhode Island right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're 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 doing their thing. Yeah. But um, so we went to Montrose, and that's how the whole Montrose thing start started up. No, nobody knew about it. Everybody that's thinks right. about Montrose, and they think about Katie Gravis Vasquez. Right. But mm-hmm. We were the first ones to start it. That's a fact. You know. That's a fact. And. Uh, you know, I went to Pit Four camp, and I remember it was Steve Blake there, mm-hmm. Jason Jay Wood Williams. Now. Right, right, right. Uh, we had all it, it was it was basically all the stars. Right, right, right. So I'm in the mix with these guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they had no idea that I didn't play a minute at a time right. that past year. <laughs> right, right. But I was still in the mix. Yeah, because yeah. I came from St. John's. That's right. Yeah, and and that name held a lot. It did going into that. It did. And so I I had a great t- tournament out there. Went into my senior year, Montrose. Um, it was a great experience. I mean, we were we were doing all the same stuff we did at at Stuve. Absolutely, at Coach Vetter. Same Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Um, but I. I really enjoyed it. Like uh, that that senior year, I grew, learned a lot, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So yeah, I had a de- decent year. I think I averaged like eighteen a game, mm-hmm. something like that. Decent but, year, humble brag. Nah, <laughs> decent was, year, eighteen, a little decent jump. Eighteen, some slight. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do. I also remember once the year was completed, I um, I, I accepted a full full scholarship to VMI. And um, military I, I, institute, yeah, v, v, Virginia Military Institute, right, right. Oh. And what you don't know is in the Montgomery County All Star Game, I played against your dad. <laughs> so we, right. we we were teammates the year before, right? And I ended up playing against him in the Montgomery County All Star right. Game because he was an All Star, uh, Magruder. Magruder. That's and right. Then I, I was an All Star for the private school. I think it was a private school versus public yep, that's school. That's right. right. You got a good yeah. memory, cool. Yeah, man. That's it. And it, it it was at Blair. Yeah, you remember? remember? Damn, that's a good memory. Dog, that was a long time ago. <laughs> right, right. There's little stuff that sticks out. Yeah, man. So we um, and that was a fun time because I saw Sean on the other side getting loose. Yeah, I, I remember you had a tattoo. That's right. Before that was really a thing. I, 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 before it was a you know, not, right. a lot of dudes had tattoos. I look over, it's like Sean already got ink. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so so yeah, we um, that that was a great experience. Uh, went on to prep school that year first though before I went to VMI I went to this prep school in Kentucky it was like in Kentucky great time um, it was, I was basically just going there to get ready to go to of course That's of it. course I mean there was nothing else to it of course so went to VMI um, uh, sat out the f- first year I got hurt and there's some some, some other stuff that went on there mm-hmm. and then um, that year that first year I just uh, I was like 
I went to prep school. I had to sit out that first year, so I was I was ready to burst. Right. Yeah. So yeah. That, that first year was everything. Right. Ready. And to I was rock ready and roll. to just let everything loose that I had to hold back. Right. And, um, <laughs> and uh, went on to lead the country in in, in uh, scoring that year. Right. See how the story's going? See, I told you a humble assassin, right? Uh, it, um, I'm going to throw some more because Coop, I see Coop in the Slam magazine in his military uniform, right? They talking about he leading the nation in scoring. And I'm like, because I had gone off to college, I'm doing my thing, I'm busy, whatever, he's doing his thing. I'm like, Coop? I knew Coop was a dog, but leading the nation? I mean, how many points a game did you average that year? It was a lot. You averaged yeah. a lot. yeah. Um, was it like 30 or something? It was a lot. No, it was not 30. It was like 25, though. 29.3, but nobody's <laughs> counting at all. Okay. No, no, nobody's counting. <laughs> right. It was okay. a lot. Because I remember this is pre YouTube. They got to understand this. Right. This is pre YouTube, pre IG, where you can see clips all over, right? Yeah. Anything you saw was just basically on ESPN, right? right. Um, so I'm like reading the article. I'm like, dang, Coop averaging 30? Man, he's getting big. And again, oh, I man. saw, we went through the struggle together. And I saw Coop continuously put that work in and just get better every day. That's one thing that I love about Coop. Every day he committed to his craft and he got a little bit better. So then when we came in, because we came in like the summertime, yep. um, we came a little early before the season, right? Maybe yep. like July. Mm -hmm. From July to like March? Oh my God, by March, yeah. Coop is... Huh, dunking everything, coming off the pin downs, <laughs> knocking it down, it ain't hitting no rim. It's like, oh man, this guy's gonna be a nightmare for no, somebody. No, no, no. What's what's <laughs> so funny? I will say one thing. I think um, uh, the one play in 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 practice at St. John's. Okay. Um, that, that I know what you about to say. <laughs> I know what you about to say. That's no, 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 laughing. because it was the first time I I never I've never done anything like that. Right. Okay. And it was the first play. Please in, speak on it. In, in in practice, I I remember Mo was six what. Six, eleven. Seven, he was a six ten. He was like six eleven. Yeah. Cool. come on, yeah, man. Yeah, his arm was something like that. They they touted him I, as a seven footer, seven foot African. I from just West started Miami. dunking. I just started dunking. This right. was early in the game, right? Right. And um, we ran some some, some drill, or whatever. And I guess I, I was I was mad because coach probably said something to me. Right, right. And I came down on the break, and I just I took off on right. Bad. Just dunked on a bad, and I turned after I dunked on him. I saw like everybody jump up, but I looked over at Coach. Right. And Coach was just like, really? <laughs> right. And that to me, right. That was like that that moment. Right. Where I was like you know, sometimes right. it takes one thing to kind of change everything. I remember for, that like it was for, yesterday for, for kids' minds. Yeah. I remember that, and and, and then after that, you were just starting to cut that you drill. Off. I remember, and he never stopped drills, <laughs> right? Right, and I remember after that, I said, "Oh, cool, about to kill for." And after that, you really start no. going at people's necks. No man, I went through times of you know, and you went through the times where right. we, we we had to humble ourselves, of course, mm -hmm. and then we 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 had to. Th th there's there's a choice you can make, right. right? So when I was in the ninth grade, I was in. Texas at the time. I lived in Texas. And there was an A team and a B team of our uh, freshman team. Mm -hmm. And all my friends, you know, that I hung out with and that I were cool with in Texas, they were all good. And if you made the A team on the freshman team, that was like the thing. Right, right, right. The B team was like the backup. Right. Right. So we we tried out. I, I was still small at this time. The other kids, my, my boys were maturing faster. Okay. Than, 
and I um I I went for the the, the trial where for the team, and I, I I knew I was like I'm, I'm good. Right. I'll make the A team. Everything's fine. Right. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so we uh, go to the tri- trial. First day is good. Day two is good. Then uh, go to school the next day, and on, on the sheet they they put the who made whatever team on the wall, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I walk up and I don't see my name on the A team. Right. And the coach puts me on B team. Wow. So I have to go to practice that day, right? And mm-hmm. I'm I'm mad. I'm I'm furious. Right. And mm-hmm. I have to walk. You know, the A team practice on this side, the B team on this right. side. Right. Oh, that's walk, vicious. I had to walk away from my boys. Right. And go down to the B, B team and, and, and act like. <laughs> right. Whatever. You like holla at y'all. I, I went home that day, and, you know. I cried. I cried. My dad was like, you know, my dad's sitting there look, looking like this. And I'm crying. He's like, I ain't make the B team. Right. I, mean, I made the B team and not the A team. I don't understand. I'm one of the best players. Ever. And he said, so what you going to do now? Right. And I said, um, basic old school joint. Yeah. He said, so <laughs> right. he, he, he's like, okay, so you want to quit? Because if you want, you can quit. Because at, at that time I was playing a whole, whole bunch of sports already. So he was like, if you want, you can go play some, something else. He's like, you can either quit or you can kill on the B team right. and show them right. that you deserve to be on the A team. On the A team. You know, and I, and I had all these excuses. But, Dad, the teams are set. You know, they're not going to let me go on the A team right. or whatever. And it's not fair. And, um, you know, I'm better than these guys. And there's nothing I could do. Like, once you're on the B team, you're on the B team. All right. these stupid excuses, right? Right, right. He's like... All right, so quit then. Right. There's there's two ways to go about this, right? <laughs> right. You can either quit or you you can play. Right. Play on the B team and kill. Right. So of course I, I, I fought it and, you know, I, I was like, all right, well, I guess I I have to play. I love the game too much. Right. Right. I have to play. Yeah. By the third game, I was moved up to the eight. Right. <laughs> hey, look, that's how that go. And I, I really thought that that was like a. Although I was I was fourteen years old, that was the like, the, the the ages between like ten and sixteen years old are like huge years on your confidence. Absolutely. And your status. Absolutely. The status is really big for. Especially when you get to high school, right? If you're an A team or B team guy, mm-hmm. if you're a JV or varsity guy, yeah. so it's a huge deal. So for for me to go against, you know, not making the A team, whatever, and I fought, and that that was the first time I actually dealt with on basketball side, like adversity, because mm-hmm. I was always one one of the best players on the team or whatever, and that was the first time where I was challenged, right? And from that moment on, every time I got challenged with something, I kept th- thinking about back then. Right. Yeah. When I would, when I was told no. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But I had to prove yes. Yeah. Right. Hey. And it kept happening over and over again. Right. St. Saint- John's, I was right. told no. <laughs> right. No, you're not ready to play. Right. But then I had to prove yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then I-, I felt some type of way that year with, with us because right. that year, some some people say. 1999 was one of the best classes that that this area has oh, ever yeah. seen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hands down. I was talking we about that had, the other day. We we had Roger Mason. Right. Shout out to my boy Roger. Yeah, Roger. Chris Monroe. Chris Monroe. Rodney yeah. White was in his area. Shout out to my boy Rodney White. Jameson Brewer. Jameson Brewer. Keith Bogan. Keith Bogan. Joe Forte. The Matha. 
all all those guys I named were right. first round picks. Yeah. So right. I I I we we had to deal with those those type of players. Right. So so that they were getting all these big these these big schools, right. they were big schools where we had to just kind of fight our our way in. Or exactly. Yeah. But um, you know that that was a that that was a mean class we had. Yeah. Mean class. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, arguably the best class to come out it's of this gotta area. Because be, we 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 had like eight draft picks. Yeah. Yeah. And all in this DC area. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. Come to find out, I like all those guys re- reclass. Right, right. So, <laughs> right. They were all a year old. Yeah, that's how it's, it goes. That's just how it is now. But I, I learned now, like I coach now too, and I, uh-huh. I, I realize when parents ask me, "Do you do you think he should reclass?" and I say, "You know what? Like I've seen it f- firsthand what, what, what it does. Every single year with these kids right. makes a difference. It does. I wasn't the same player at sixteen right. as I was at seventeen. Facts." So, Every year counts yeah. for these kids because they grow. Yeah, they they learn faster. So right. yeah. so all, all those guys, Roger and Keith and all them, were all eighties babies. Right, seventy nine. Some of them seventy nine babies. And I was looking at it like, damn, I'm playing against older guys. Right, right, right? men out here. Right, but but yeah, this 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 area is flooded with great players. But Absolutely. That, but that year, yeah. Was, was crazy. Was a great year for us. It really yeah. was. So from there, went to VMI, um, led the country in scoring. I kind of wanted a change. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Obviously. wanted to change. I had, and, and you know, I I don't really talk about this, but it's so 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 many years later. So I have the right to talk about right. it. Um, I had a little problem with the coach. The coach had a problem with me. I've always been a coachable guy. Yeah, but that's he, a fact. He 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 had a situation where. I was the big fish in Little Pond. Right. He wanted to be the big fish in Little okay. Pond. Okay, ego. Yeah, ego and, and, and un, un, unfortunately, you know, I was like, it was just time to do, yeah. do something else. Of course. So, so what'd you um, do? <laughs> uh, I made the announcement that I was going to leave, and that's when the phone, you know, started going off the hook or whatever. Right. And I got I, I got offers from a lot of schools, of course, but I had to pick between two. My two were Missouri. Kentucky. Okay. Well, and, those are two and, pretty good schools. Yeah, and I <laughs> <laughs> and Coach uh, Snyder. He's the head coach of the Jazz now. Coach Quinn. Look, that's why I say be so humble. Yeah. Coach Quinn Snyder, who now coaches Donovan Mitchell in the Utah Jazz. Yes, yeah. and they're good too. Yeah, and he's a good. He's a pretty long he's tenure a pro coach. coach. He is a pro. How long has he been a coach for the Jazz? Five, ten years. Seven years. Six years. It's been a while. Yeah, Which, he, he, he started. He started in. I would say 13. Yeah. I mean, he's been there for a while. For NBA coach, he's got a great tenure. And I, I, you know, everybody that played for him knows, like, he's a pro coach. Right, absolutely. Everything we did was pro stuff. Right, exactly. You know, unfortunately, just he was meant to be on the pro level. Yeah. In the the college level, it was too many restrictions for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's understandable. And he, you know, calls were made. Right, right. And certain times (laughs) weren't supposed to happen. Right, right. But, you know, all all these coaches break the rules in some way. Yeah. It's just... Depends on the degree and the level. Right. But um, so he recruited you. So yeah, he recruited me. Um, I I went on the visit of the school. By the time I got on the visit of the school, and I was already there, mm-hmm. is when the word started to get out that I was free. Not not a lot of people knew that I was. Oh wow! Okay. At that time, yeah. Got you. So I was already there. Uh-huh. So they got the inside scoop of me, and I felt like at that time they were that team on the rise. That they, they were ranked uh, probably 18th at the time in the mm-hmm. country, and I felt like. This is that school that's not one of the blue bloods, right? But they're the school that makes some noise on right. the low, like that doesn't, you know, right? Whatever. So 
I already told them when I went on my visit, I love the visit. I was like, this is where I want to come. I told the coach. Right. And I got back on my flight mm -hmm. home. And when I got back on my flight home, the coach, uh, my phone rings. It's, it's, uh, I get to my house about eight o'clock mm -hmm. that night. And then 1130, between 1130 and 12, I get a call on my phone from some, on some random number. And it's coach Smith from Kentucky. Like Tubby Smith. Tubby okay. Tubby Smith. And, right. I, and I don't know how I got my number, right. of course. Right. But he's like, hey, Jason, da, da, da. I want, want you to come out for a visit. You know, mm -hmm. And my, my mom's in the background. Like, right. He's like, Tubby Smith. Right, right, my mom right. Loves Tubby right. Smith, right. Yeah. Tubby Smith. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's Coach Smith, mom. You know what? And she's like, Jason, you got to go. Right. So right. he's like, I'll, I want you to come out on a, on, on a visit. Right. You know, I'll, I'll fly you. First thing in the morning. That's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a yeah. big deal. And it, this is eleven thirty at night. <laughs> right. You go to flight first thing in the morning. Right. Right. So that means, you know, it's just funny how the amount of cash these schools have. Of course, a flight is nothing. Nothing you know at all, I mean? especially from a blue blood school. Like right. From blue blood. And I was so loyal to Missouri at that time. I already told them. Right. And I wanted to stick to it. Right. Now my mom gets on me today. Right. Right. For that. Right. Right. You should have went to Kentucky. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> but um. And shout out to your mom, man. She's a lovely lady. Yeah, man. man. No, thank, thank you, man. Yeah, she's, absolutely. She, she, she's dope. But I um, yeah. So I go to Missouri. Had a solid career in Missouri. The fan base, everybody showed me love. Mm -hmm. It was cool. Um, there were some circumstances that happened with, I don't know if you remember, there was a guy that apparently raped a girl on my team. Right. And it was just a lot of stuff going, going right, on. Right, right. I remember that. But we had a, um, we had a good team, solid team. Uh, f finished my career out there. Um, and then um, I got calls from agents saying, hey, some teams overseas that want to see what's up. And right. I was like, cool, cool. Right. And um, uh, the... I signed with this one agent. He says, you know what? There's uh, the the Spurs, San Antonio Spurs, and the Atlanta Hawks want you to play the summer league with them. Okay. And I was like, all right, bet. Cool. Right. I, I wasn't going with the Spurs. I'm a diehard Spurs fan. Right, right. But From Texas. their roster was just crazy. They yeah. had like so many people that I looked at. And I was just like, no. Nah. So went with the Hawks mm -hmm. and had a um, solid summer league with them. Mm -hmm. And then they asked me to come back for the vet camp, okay, which was huge, right? Yeah. If you get invited to vet camp, that means like you're one step right. to making that team. Mm -hmm. So my uh, agent, I talked to him on the phone, and he says, yeah, Coop, so you can go to the vet camp um, if you want. They they, they called me, they invited you to the vet, vet right. camp. We'll, we'll, we'll give you, um, for, for the two and a half weeks of vet camp, we'll give you 30,000, right? Okay. That's a good look. And I was like, oh, shit, this is a dream. This right. is up, right? Right. And then he says, or I got this team in Germany. Okay. Wants to give you six figures for multi-year deal. Okay. And guaranteed and all this stuff. Right, right. So you tell me what you want to do. Mm -hmm. I think you should take the deal over in Germany for the simple fact that they drafted it. You saw the Hawks in the draft. They drafted a bunch of guards. Right, spot. right, right. I was like, I hear you, but it's the NBA. Yeah, it's the I'm, NBA. I'll, I'll take my chances. Yeah, whatever. it's the dream. So I, I, um, I decided that time that um, I went home. I thought about it, of course, and I was like, you know what? And he's like, if if you turn down this ger this deal in ger Germany, I'm not sure if we if I could get you something like Ooh, that. Ooh, okay, good, gotcha. Right? For multi years. Yeah. Six figures, yeah. tax free. Yeah, that's stuff. a great so look. 
I was like, oh man, this is <laughs> Sean's this is like, tough. Dang. <laughs> yeah, this is tough, right? Yeah. And um, and so I chose to go to Germany. Right. I, I just didn't want to roll roll the dice. Right. But now that I look back at it, I probably should have taken the job in the league because if it goes on your on your re- re- resume that right. you put the time in at a vet camp, right. that sticks on your resume. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So I should, might have done it, but at the end of the day, there is no regrets. Yeah. You have to decide, yeah. make your decision and, and, and just go with it. Right, right? absolutely. And um, went to Germany, played play for this team called Bonn, and uh, had a great time there. They showed me so much love there. And mm-hmm. it's basically you eat, sleep, basketball. I mean, right. That's it. You don't have to do anything else. Right. They pay for everything. Yeah. So your apartment pay, paid for, yeah. car paid for, mm-hmm. all your bills paid for. Only you have to pay for at that time back then was cell phone bill. Right. Because the cell phones, like back then, 2005, six, you had to pay for them. Right, right. right. And gas. Right. And then, and then if you want to go out for food, obviously, right. restaurant. But right. We had three... Uh, three restaurants that sponsor us so we oh, went wow. there for free we could right so there, there were times when i would for real spend a week and i wouldn't spend a one one dollar in a whole week in a whole week wow yeah so I, wow. I, 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 I i i just took advantage of it right, right. so um but yeah I, I had a great time there i went on from there i went to finland in 2009 i got hurt in 2008 mm-hmm. and uh this is another time in in my life where i had to face you know some adversity. Right. I was in, in mm-hmm. my third year with that team. I had some cartilage damage in my in my knee, mm-hmm. and um, so they offered me. They said, "Look, Jason, the doctor says that with your knee, there's there's a fifty percent chance that you'll ever play again." Wow, I didn't know that. Right. So in 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 my mind, I was like. I don't believe it. You know, right, I, right. I just went against the doctors, whatever they say. And, and Germany has some of the best doctors in the world. Yeah, that's a fact. Right. I know so, Kobe went there for yeah, his knee stuff. Kobe went there, Rest all in that peace, stuff. Right. And I, but I, I didn't listen to him. Yeah. Whatever. Right, you right. Know, I, there's no way these guys are gonna stop me from playing. Whatever. Right. So mm-hmm. they offered me the team was so was so good to me at the time, but they offered me a a lower contract. They didn't know how it would go uh-huh. to come back. Mm-hmm. And I said at that time, you know what? Maybe. It's just a sign that I just gotta go start something new. Right. So I, I went home for months, rehabbed, and then then I got this offer to play over in Finland for this team. Mm-hmm. They 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 were gonna bring me in for four months to f- finish out the season, or whatever. And um, I was good to go. Then I was back in my form and all that stuff. I, my, my my knee felt great, mm-hmm. and went on to win my first. Championship, okay, you know what I mean. Okay, yo, salute to that, salute to that. Clap those up, right? (laughs) So, the the one my first European championship was huge. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it was was dope. That was 2009. Okay, from there, um, I got an offer in uh, where'd I go from there? Austria. Wow, okay, I went to Austria, played played for this team there. Great season, the team was great, everybody was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, where would I go from there, man? It's hard to keep up with all those. <laughs> so I've been in f- four countries in thirteen years. Wow. Okay. So, but don't forget back in the story that doctor told me I went. I wasn't there supposed to play. There was fifty percent chance that I'm, I'm I might not play. Right. That next year I went on to win a championship. Wow. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just, 
so, so sometimes you have to look past stuff that you hear and right. just and, and just go through it. You right. Know what I mean, go with what you know. Go with yeah. what you know. So went, went went on for years, but it was it was it was so funny because he said that, that he told me that in 2008 that I might not 50 percent chance I would play. Mm-hmm. I went on to play another 10 years. Wow. Wow. So I, I ended up playing 13 years pro. Right. Finland, Austria, Romania, Germany. And um, I just retired in 17. Yeah. I remember that when you came home. Yeah. yeah. And um, and now we're and Now, now we're, we're here. here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, man, yeah. that was great. That yeah, was great. And that's only one whole segment. Listen, no, that was great, Coop. Like I said in the <laughs> intro, man, you're you're someone who I, I respect what you've accomplished, obviously, but I respect just your basketball mind and mm-hmm. your love and passion for the game. Because mm-hmm. in those those days when we weren't playing any minutes, we were riding together because we were two of the Montgomery County guys. Yes. Coop would give me a ride home back from Frederick. It's yep. all far away. Coop yep. would say, come on, see, I got you. Mm-hmm. Right? And we would just talk and be like, man, we ain't getting no playing it's time. But, <laughs> right? but it's like, man, you made this one good play here. And he'd be like, oh, well, you made this one good play. Yeah. So we really encouraged each other. Mm-hmm. And our moms at the games, his mom, mom like I said, super Moms, you know, his mom. So sweet. You're a grand grandmother. Right. Nicest, sweetest. Right. Right. Come to everything. Everything. Right. My, my mom was the same. Come to stuff. And we didn't play a little. It was there though. Right. They were there supporting their babies, right? Yeah. Um, so we just really bonded over that. So, you know, as as Sean knows, I'm a I'm a I'm very much into authenticity and Coop mm-hmm. is one of the most authentic dudes I know. So I appreciate you sharing that with us, oh, man. Um, absolutely. So you talked about how good the folks in Germany treated you, right? Mm-hmm. The the team, the whole organization, yeah. right? Yeah. So we got this issue with, with Spike Lee yeah. and James Dolan last week. Yeah. Spike yeah. Lee is hands down objectively speaking the most famous Knicks fan ever like when you think he's about he's probably the he Spike Lee's probably the the biggest celebrity basketball fan he, there's there's, there's nobody point. bigger than him that's a great point right so Jack, Jack Nicholas is at the Lakers game but there's right. nobody bigger than Spike Lee right exactly that's a great sure. point Coop so him and the owner of the Knicks Jim Dolan or let me back up Spike Lee there's video that surfaces where Spike Lee is arguing with Nick's security and staff, right? Yes, yep. um, Spike Lee comes out, or maybe the Knicks come out and say Spike Lee was not asked to leave the game or whatever. He wasn't technically kicked out. Spike Lee comes on first take the day, or goes on first take on ESPN the next day and says, I've been using the same entrance for 28 years. And they come to me and say, well, now the protocol has changed. You cannot use this entrance. We want you to leave and then walk two blocks and then go use a different entrance. Spike Lee obviously refuses because he's been doing it for almost 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Knicks, like the whole thing is just the optics. Everything is awful, awful, right? Especially given what happened with Charles Oakley a few mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was... Um, removed from Madison Square Garden, right? Yeah. So you hear all these people say, you know, the league is better when the Knicks are good, or you should go want to want to go play in the Mecca, right? You're a pro, right? How important is it for you, 
as far as like the culture of the organization. How mm -hmm. important is that for you when you're making a decision on where to play or not? Because you you yeah. can you can play wherever you want, right? Right. So so there's two factors to it. There's from a a player side, mm -hmm. and then there's the the gods to be side, right. the ones who run everything. Right, right. right? So from a, a player side, it's it's a very clear. I think uh, what was the player that said it up last year before Iggy? Mm, okay. I think Andre Iggy Gudala came out and said, "No, nope, nobody's going to Knicks." Right, right. That's right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's that's a real fact. Yeah. When when the organization is messed up, and you know there, there's nothing appealing, which is crazy. The right. Knicks, the 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 Mecca. Every time I went to Madison Square Garden, I'm just like, oh, right. And, he's, and and no pro wants to go there. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? It it, it kind of makes you think. Right. So from a, a uh, from 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 a player's point of view, yeah, I I probably wouldn't want to go there either. Right. Because one, yeah. at the end of the day, it's not just about you. Right. True. If you want to win there, you have to bring somebody. Right. And how are you going to convince some, some somebody else when you're not even sure if you want to? <laughs> right. That's a good point. Right. That's a and, great and point. They've been making so many ch changes. They even brought in one of the basketball best coaches of all time, Phil Jackson. Right. And that ain't even work. Right, right. That's a good point. That's so, a great point. you know, the way they did Fizz, too. Right. Fizz, great Fizz has a good reputation in the league. Right. He's all solid out here. Fizz was actually, when I was with the Hawks, mm -hmm. he was our coach. Okay. Uh, when, when I was the summer league, he was our coach. Fizz is a great dude. Yeah. He great seems dude. like, and the players love him. Yeah. yeah. Great dude. Like, we, I remember we were in Salt Lake City. We, we went out club or the party and I, I rode home with Fizz and we went out to you know we were still hungry after the club and this guy paid for all my stuff right you know he, he just met me right. last week right right just a good guy yeah Fizz, you know and the fact that they did him like that yeah that was crazy so at, at the end of the day that's from the player side right now from the owners Adam Silver side right right right, right. you got to understand uh, you have a guy who runs stuff, which is Adam Silver, mm -hmm. and you got your board, right. which is the board are the owners. Right, of course. Of course. They get to do stuff that they want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Spike Lee, the, the way they did Spike Lee was completely wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The guy's been doing it for almost 30 years. Right. $10 million in season tickets, they said, when they added it up. Ten million dollars, <laughs> right? To come see these sorry Knicks for years, <laughs> right? You right. you let him walk in on the red carpet, right. Whatever he wants, right? And I believe him. Yeah, I, I believe, believe him one hundred percent. I believe him because too. What, what what happens is Dolan heard about that, and right. and Dol Dolan knows like, damn, I think we messed with the wrong dude, right? And he tried to jump in in front front of it, right? Every time men of power. Mess up. They try to jump in front of it right. with the media. Exactly. They jumped in front of it saying, "Oh, we tried to warn him." That's a lie. Right. I think that Spike Lee was not informed. Right. He wasn't told. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I don't care about no policies that you change. Right. You, you keep him happy. Of course. Yeah. Keep him of happy. Course. If he's giving you ten million, right? Don't you want to keep that stream right. going? A season. Right. Right. Not a season. No, it was season. The, the twenty-eight years. Yeah. Oh. All those years. Yeah. Oh. And that's that, that's that's crazy for some tickets. Right. For a team that ain't been good for a long time. Right. Right. Now make the playoffs. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. They don't make playoffs. Nothing. Yeah. So. I it's it's completely wrong. Yeah. I don't know what's gonna turn it around, which yeah. is sad. Yeah, I don't and, either. I mean Dolan has got to sell that team. Yeah. I, I mean, but 
at the end of the day, this is capitalism, right? He has no motivation to sell that team because he continues to profit even though the product is not good. So as a fan, I would love to see him. I would love to see the Knicks under new management because they're being completely and utterly mismanaged. Um, but the it's like the Redskins. I love the Washington football team, right? Dan Snyder, we've been sorry for 20 years. He's not going to sell, right? Why would he sell? They're so profitable. You're right, but, but you got to understand. It, yeah, it's, it's different too, okay, with the football right. and the basketball. Okay. Because Dan Snyder doesn't disrespect right. any, anybody outside of the field. That's true. That's a good point. It's a different, it's a it's a great different point. ball game, especially when you disrespect ex-players. Right. Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley. I love Charles Oakley, yeah. man. You know, Jim, James Dolan needs to understand, like, you you can't do that type of stuff. And he will learn, if this continues, because I think last week showed the lowest attendance in history in 13 years. Wow, ago. okay. If that continues, right. yeah, you, you can go look it up. They said last week... That one game after the Spike Lee incident right. was the lowest attendance in 13 years. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. If that continues, he'll have to sell because right. he's losing money. That, that's a great point. You can't pay these people. That's a great point. You can't pay everybody. That's a great point. You can't pay Madison Square Garden rent. Right, <laughs> right. That's a great you point. You can't pay it. That's yeah. a great point. If that continues. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it is. And then once fans stop sh- showing up, yeah. all these broadcasters, TV networks, are right. like, Ah, uh, we don't want to show that game. Yeah, and that's when the big money starts. That's a good out. point. Yeah. So it, he's gonna have to do something. The the league is gonna have to do some something. You know. Yeah. Do something. He he has to get out of there. He has to sell it. Just take your four billion dollars. Right. <laughs> right. And roll and move on. Man. And somebody's gonna buy it. Right. Oh, of course, of course. Who so, wouldn't want the Knicks? Yeah. So. Sean, I know you kind of been been buried in this. We we reliving old uh, stories. <laughs> we kind of going back and forth. Yeah, Why don't you it, take... y'all know some more of the stuff like outside of basketball. That's true, but yeah. you're learning, right? Why don't you take us into the next topic then? Um. Well, uh, our next topic we've got um, what's kind of been like the hottest topic, really, the past week, month, whatever. The return of Dame Dalla and Chef Curry. Right. Who has been out for, I think it was four months. Missed right. like 58 games. Yes. Yeah. With the broken hand. Broke yeah, with the hand. broken hand. The way he broke it was so brutal. Yeah. Like, it was a lot worse than how I broke my hand. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I but. I forgot you broke your hand. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So, well, we'll, we'll start out with Chef. Yeah, we'll start out with Chef's return, though. So, on um, March 5th, in 27 minutes, Steph recorded 23 points, 7 assists, and 7 rebounds while shooting 6 for 16 from the field, 3 for 12 from 3, and going 8 for 8 at the foul line while the Warriors lost by 8, 121 to 113 against the Raptors. Right. But Steph still said he was excited to get back on the court yeah. and play of after course. such a long you know. Yeah, long absence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, watching that game, I know the energy was crazy. Definitely. He energized the whole team. And Mm -hmm. guys on that Warrior squad were getting looks that they haven't gotten all season because he's Mm -hmm. running around creating for other people Mm -hmm. and playing with a certain confidence, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, did did you get a chance to check that game out, Cool? Yeah, I I saw parts of it. First of all, it doesn't even matter that they lost. Right, no. no I don't no, think anybody cares. No, no. no. I mean, it, rappers are good, but on, on top of that, it's just Steph out there. Yeah, that's right. right. We, we don't have anybody else helping him. Right. I was just happy to see him out being chef. Right, right. Wait, what about Wiggins, though? Who? 
I'm, I'm, I'm saying he was projected to be a better player. And sometimes this happens. Yeah. People have projections. Yeah. I don't think that he has whatever it takes right. to be that guy. I, yeah. think, I think he was he was, he was number one pick because they thought at Kansas they saw the potential. Right. Not every number one pick is what they say yeah. they might be. Most number one picks aren't that great. Yes. They really aren't. It's rare. Yeah, yeah it's right. rare. It's rare. But do you think when Clay Thompson comes back and kind of brings back the Splash Brothers, do you think that he'll be able to fit in with the Warriors system more? Because now with getting Wiggins back, that will kind of fill the small forward position. After losing true. True. No, yeah. no, that, that's a great point. Because Warriors. if you have Steph at the one, Clay at the two, Wiggins at the three, you got Draymond at the four. Right. Yeah. Don't even matter at the five. Right. Right. I, I think I, I think that's a solid team. Yeah. It's a solid base, and you, don't forget, they did win a championship with just the main three. Yeah. Trey, that's true. Steph, and Clay. That's a fact. So they're going to be a con- contender. Nothing yeah. else to it. Yeah. It's just a matter of getting everybody back. This year was considered a break for the for the Warriors. Right. Yeah. That's all it was. That's a good point. Just a break. It was just like, hey. We were dominating for years. Right, we, right. We got three rings in that time. Right. Uh-huh. Let's uh, take a break, chill chill out, and rebuild. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. And it, you just got to find those l- little pieces. Right. Like, uh, you know, we, they got Wiggins at the three, and then they seem to bring in a, a solid big. Right. So might change things. Yeah, that's a great what, point. Like Drummond or something. Uh, Ooh, yeah, it'd be tough. If, if if he came, he'd be perfect. Cause yeah. all, all he had to do was rebound. Yeah, just finish and, and set screens. Yeah, yeah. So all they got to do is get guys to set screens. Yeah, if Steph. If Steph and Clay come off screens, it's over. That's deadly. Yeah. yeah. Or or like a Brook Lopez. That's also more shooting. True. Right. True. Yeah, True. But fire. to be honest with you. They don't need no no more shooting. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Ste- Stephen Clay will do all the shooting. For right, him. that's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, yeah. It, it, anytime a guy scores thirty seven and a, a quarter, right. Clay, right, it, like I, I don't need a big to shoot. Right, just set some screens. That's dog. a good point. You know I mean? <laughs> right, and, and Steph, we know what he gonna do. Right, right, and he's just fun to watch. He is, he yeah, is. Yeah, you because know, you, you don't know what's gonna happen. So exactly, you don't know when he's gonna pull it. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally love. don't really like Steph because. I'm a big LeBron fan, <laughs> but like he is fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. So. absolutely. Yeah. Well, now obviously, like you said, now, Steph, Steph has two now. Two. Oh. Well, he has three rings. Right. But two MVPs. Yeah. Don't forget that. Got to respect that, right? Two LeBron's four though. <laughs> true. True. But how how many rings does Le- LeBron have? Uh, just as many as Steph, and he's on and he's on a good route too. Having one more stuff this year. Uh, That's true. Point. The well, Lakers the, the, are this year, you're right. Yeah, the Lakers are I mean, tough. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Who's the better shooter, though? Um, well, Curry, but who's, <laughs> no, the, just kidding. who's the freight train? <laughs> you're right. You're right. No, you're right. It's yeah. it's pick your poison yeah. with, with those players, right? That's a great way Definitely. to put it. Now, obviously, like you said, Steph and the Warriors lost, right? Mm-hmm. But Dane came back. And they won against the Wizards, right? And I think it's kind of disrespectful, first of all, as a Wizards fan, yeah. that Steph was going to come back against the Wizards, <laughs> then he pu- pushed it back, and then Dan came back against the Wizards. Yeah. It's like, guys, come back against the Wizards because yeah. they're like, we're going to get buckets out here. Yeah. But Dan's team won, and yeah. Dan played well. You know, he, he was solid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so do you think that they can build some momentum off of that, Sean, and, and make a real push for that, that final playoff spot? Because they're in ninth right now, right? Um, well, I, I think that win kind of helps because, I mean, it's a team like the Wizards, and 
we've watched Wizards games and we know they just don't play defense. They don't play defense. They just right. don't play. They're they, just they like, try to outscore. That's it. Yeah, they just yeah. like forget about it. We'll just try on offense. Right. Yeah, but um, I think that it could kind of help the Trailblazers because mm-hmm. you know it's just kind of like a game where if with the Wizards. If they go against a high offensive team like the Trailblazers, like the Lakers, like the Warriors, or right. any of that, they're going to get blown out. Yeah, like they're yeah. just going to get blown out right. simply because of the fact they just can't play defense. Right. They don't play defense and at the all. The Blazers won by twenty one. I see you put that here. Yeah, twenty five, one hundred four. Yeah, and uh, another thing to add to that is that they have four out of their five starters score twenty point twenty or more points. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, mm. th- those um. Players were Melo, CJ, Dame, and Whiteside. And wow. Whiteside, I, I like to point out, he had like 24 and 16. Right. He's not even known as a scorer. Yeah. That's that's bad for us. 24 and 16. Right, right. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, that's so, tough. I mean, I think it could definitely kind of like um, change, like give them momentum uh-huh. to push to push through in, into that playoff um, bracket for, right. the, for the Western Conference because, you know, a win like that where the whole team kind of just goes off can mm-hmm. just help you throughout the rest, the remainder of the regular season right. or even in the playoffs as well. Right. Which, I mean, even if they, if they sneak into that ace, ace seed, then, you know, the Lakers will deal with them. Right, but, right. But you, know, <laughs> deal even, with them. but, you know, even just getting into the playoffs, I right. think, could be really big. It's definitely going to be really big for them. Right. And I think, yeah, it can... Okay. Now, just to pivot real quick. So, one of my boys on a group text said they had uh, Jason Tatum as top 10 in the league right now. Mm -hmm. And I like Jason Tatum a lot, Mm -hmm. but they had him over Dane. Nah. Hey, he said that's He's on the cusp. He's on the cusp. That's what I said. That's what I said. I said, but. Come on, man. Dame Dollar? Make man. him holler? He's for the big in- buckets. Before he got injured. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Like, so so Tatum's obviously not bad. <laughs> I think that's a, a consensus amongst us three. <laughs> I mean, like, Tatum was going on a rampage. He was averaging, like, what? Like, a little over 30. Mm-hmm. But Dame was averaging, what, like, 45 and 10. Yeah, he went on a crazy streak. Six three-pointer, six or more three-pointers in like what, like five or six straight games. Yeah, that's a record. That's an a, NBA a record. record. Not yeah. even Steph, Clay, right. Ray Allen. That's None a good of them point. who's done that. Mm. He did it. That's and a- often just like off the dribble shots yeah. and all that. Not like coming off screen, catching and shooting. Right. Like, and crazy contested as well. Right. From deep range. Yeah, cool. You said not. There's, there's no reason. Well, I don't know who who made that list. That top <laughs> list. But it, it, there's, it's just no. I, I, I have all respect for Tatum. Yeah, me you too. Know, I like Tatum a lot. I, I love his game. Yeah, long shoot, right. basket, and But Dame is a different monster. Once yeah. I mean, once you start pull, pulling from his his range, right? Logo, and then and then not the way he pulls and doesn't care. Yeah, that's a fact. At all. That hurts. Logo Lillard. Yeah. Yeah. And and the way he put OKC away last yeah. year. Yeah. And the Rockets. So that was epic. And, so and the Rockets. Yeah. 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 Oh, just but so The OKC one was very disrespectful. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. disrespectful right. because you, you, you did a sidestep. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, didn't even care. Yeah, at all. And Tatum doesn't have any of those moments yet. 
Never. I think he's yeah. on the cusp, like you said. In a year or two, he can be top five. But right now, I can't put him over Dame off of one season. He I needs, can't do. He needs more experience. He needs yeah. more experience, and he needs more, more. I don't want to say accolades, but he needs to accomplish a little bit more. Yeah, and move a little bit further along in the playoffs. I need to see a little bit more from him, like that. No, no shade, but that dunk he had on LeBron last year. That was good, but I need to see more of that caliber of play from him on the highest levels. Yeah, because he still lost. Yeah, they still. I knew you were going to throw that out there. <laughs> um, so everybody's talking about the the coronavirus. I haven't yeah. been paying any attention to the coronavirus, but I my my wife she's a germaphobe. She's like the coronavirus. What about the coronavirus? I'm like I don't care about that. Right? She gave the germaphobe stuff to me. I swear, <laughs> right. Like, so now you're a germaphobe, right? Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be talk be bringing it up in this podcast except for the fact that it's impacting NBA basketball, right? Yeah. So we we talked about last week the uh, Basketball Africa League was supposed to start in yeah. March, March 13th. That's been postponed due to the coronavirus. Yeah. Mm. They're hoping that they can start up later in the year once that you know epidemic is contained or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the NBA released a memo telling players to prepare to play with no fans. And so LeBron James, uh, King James, AKA, I think the best player in the league still right now, MVP. right? He says, quote, I ain't playing if I ain't got the fans in the crowd. That's who I play for, right? Very basic and to the point. What do you yeah. guys think about that? Do you think that the NBA should have games with no fans? If you're a, a player, like both of you guys are, would you play in front of no fans? That's kind of eerie. Yeah, I, I think, for, for, first off, I think there's there's two there's two plays in this. He's, he's, he's trying to, first of all, he's trying to say, like, I do it all for you, fans. Right, right. You know I mean? <laughs> right. That's, that's, right. that's one thing. He's, he's trying exactly. to sell it that way. Exactly. And two, like, what level of fans... Are you talking about? Right, right. Like if if, if two people come up, there's a fan. Right, right. True. Are you still gonna play? Right, right. That's a you good know, point. I I think that was more of a play saying, you know what, y'all like I I need as many people to show up as possible. Right. That's so a good I point. Play. That's a great point. Because cool. if, if if there was like a thousand people at the game, right. I think he'd still play. Right, right. That's a great point. A thousand people there. That's, right. that, that's a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, usually yeah. the average like. 14, 13,000 or something. Right, right. I don't know how many. But that's still enough fans to play. Yeah. So I don't know how you, you would work with that. Are, yeah. are, like, if he says he's not going to play right. in his contract, he got to play. Right, that's a great point. I don't know how you deal with that. You yeah. just deal with that fine. Right. <laughs> and he gets like $500,000 a game. Right, right. So <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. Right. Low management. <laughs> Low management. <laughs> oh, you could use that. <laughs> Corona ma- ma- management. There you go. That's how you do it. Nah, you, you do it like that. Right, right. You do it like that. But I, this this whole Corona thing, like, I think people are falling asleep on the flu kills more people every That's year. That's a fact. That's what I yeah. told my wife. I'm like, bro, the flu kills people we're, we're every forgetting. year. We're and, forgetting. And the people that it's killing are all... With low immune systems in their eighties, seventies, eighties, low right. immune. That's that's what I was saying. Yeah. And but but at the end of the day, you don't want stuff passed around. Of course, of course. Of course. I think. I think we're just getting a little carried away with it. Dude. Don't, don't, don't y'all think a little so bit? So today, yeah. I go to... I'm sorry, Sean. Let me jump in real quick. I'm playing basketball at the gym, right? Dude is on my team. Dude that I have known for a couple years playing basketball with, right? I go to give him a, a five, and he gives me a, a pound. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, man, coronavirus. I'm like... 
you do know that we're about to touch the same basketball. Yes. Right? So my hands are going to be yes. on the basketball that you're using, right? Yes. And by the end of the, the time we're playing, he's dapping me up regular. Because I'm like, you're getting worried about something, but like you're going to share a basketball? Yeah. Basketballs are filthy. Right? Dirty. Dirty things, right? Dudes be scratching the ball. Right, right. And grab the ball. Right. Let's, let's run. Right. Like, no, you can't. Like, right. once you put yourself in that field, exactly. you, you have committed. <laughs> That's it. You're committed. Right. Right. So if somebody has it on the court, it's like a 90% chance you're going to get That's it. So if you're touching the ball, That's a fact. this is the way it is. That's just the way it is, but, man. To be honest with you, if, 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 you, if you look at the, the studies and all that stuff, yeah, it's not killing people. Young people, right, right, it's killing older people. Yeah. But if you get to it fast enough, even if you're older, if you get in the hospital fast enough, right, you make it. It's like a two percent chance that yeah. you'll die. That's a good point. You know, just and and yeah, and we, we forget the flu kills more people. Yeah, but yeah. They, 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 I I I don't know all the, the science behind it, but right, maybe the ability to spread a lot is what's making right scared. That 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 could yeah. be it. And I think just watching. The TV. So many people watching TV, and they're just and yeah, and they're just taking it in. Like, oh my God, I'm gonna catch. Like y'all just heard that three people in Montgomery County. Right. Y'all got the email. Right. right. My, my kids go to Montgomery County School right. too. They got the email. Right. There's been three people. Right. Right. Found out. I was like, we're gonna keep the schools open. Right. Right. And of course, they didn't say where. Right. Of they course, said, they didn't say Montgomery County. Right. Right. But as soon as you say where, they're like, everybody in that business, that yeah. business there, they ain't nobody going. It's right. Over. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I remember it's three people. Yeah. Three people. Yeah. Three people. In their seventies. Right, right. One in their fifties. In their fit right. They aren't dying. Right. They got it. Right, right. Like I I, I don't I I I really want to know what the whole play was when these people got together and decided right. how do we put this in the media to scare people? Like what was the end right. what, what's their end result? What, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to drop the stock market? Right, right. Are they trying <laughs> right. to mess up Trump? I mean right. what what I, I don't know what they're trying to do. Right, right. Because this is no different. Yeah. Like, well, how come people pe- don't care about the flu? Yeah, and that's a virus. And my wife even, even said that. She even said that. She was like, the flu is a virus. I'm like, then why are you scared of the coronavirus? It's just enough. Anyways. It's a baby to it. Right. Almost. So, Phil Sean, are you playing with no fans? No. No? <laughs> no. I mean, especially when you're playing with the L.A. Lakers. Right. And, like, th- their tickets, like, have you seen, like, the prices, what They're they crazy. can go, like, as low as? Right. I saw one, like, l- like a couple months, like, not a couple months ago, like, a month ago, actually. Uh-huh. And, like, tickets were, it said tickets as low as $122. Right. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, as low as. As low as. We got front row seats to the Wizards games right. for, like, $464. Shout out to Uncle Kogi. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you, Uncle Kogi. <laughs> but, like, I mean, you can't just go play an NBA game with no fans. Like, yeah. I've never heard of that. That would really. be creepy. Sean, let, yeah. let me ask you this. Do, do you honestly believe that fans will not go to games now? Um, I mean... I I think that there will be a good majority of fans that decide, like, oh, no. But, like, then, like, other ones will be like, we don't care. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, That's it exactly how I feel. Yeah, I, I think agree. people will be like, you know what? Right. It's, grown, it's not that serious. Right. No, I like, agree. Like, like yeah. you know, the way you get it is from, you know, touching your mouth. Right, right. like that. Right. I can go to a game and not touch anybody I don't know. Right. That's a good point. You know, if I good. see somebody, every time I go to Wizard game, you see somebody. Right, know? of course. You know, I can still be like, bam. Right. 
Hit him with the elbow. You know, the but at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm not kissing nobody right. there. Yeah. I'm not touching them that much. No. Right. I, you can be in a room full of a thousand people with the virus right. and not touch them and not, and not get it. Yeah. You'll be fine. That's a good point. Yeah. So, That's a good point. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what, what, like these people are, if they end up going to the games... Um, I don't know. Maybe they can just put themselves in a bubble. <laughs> bubble, yeah, right, man. Last segment. Yeah or no? Nah? I, I, I like the segment. I know you saying. do. That's because <laughs> your generation, y'all stay, stay being like, no, nah, right? Yeah. All right, so first topic. We know that Steph returned recently, right? Because we just talked about that. Mm -hmm. And some people were, especially like Stephen A. Smith, were criticizing him returning, saying he should sit out the whole season, but Steph's like, I'm a competitor. I want to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should Clay return this season? Um, I mean, if he's feeling fully healthy, I mean, you can't really say that you fully trust the Warriors um, health staff because after what happened to KD, right. obviously. Right, when they said it was a calf, but it was really Achilles and then he tore his Achilles. Yeah, so right? I, mean, I mean, Clay Thompson, he's got an ACL is what they say. So, I mean, I think that Clay should maybe... Because there's, what, like 20 games left in the yeah, season? Yeah, about 20. So I think that Clay should probably just sit out the rest of the season okay. and just be fully healthy for next season. Not because, you know, just we want to get the first draft pick or, like, get a high pick or whatever. Right. No, just, like, to be healthy. Right. And Fully healthy. Yeah, just be fully ready for next season okay. and fully redeem yourselves. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What you think? No, I, I, I feel that. I mean, you... You sacrifice a lot with the last twenty games. You're you're not in the playoff hunt, right? Not at all. You're like you, 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 the only reason why you play and spend money on these big guys is for the playoffs, right? So if you don't have a chance this year, right? Don't even risk it, right? Right. The yeah. worst thing you can do is you come back, yeah, and he gets hurt again, yeah, that'd yeah. be bad. He tears the other ACL, right? Right. And that's that's what you don't want, right? Yeah. So it's better for him to set out, sit this year out. Mm -hmm. You ain't got you don't have anything to prove, right? And it's going to take a lot of, you know, for them to even pull anything off like that. They have to win all their games right. and get close to it. Right, right. And it's just not going to happen. So, yeah. no. sit out, man. Okay. Yeah. So, speaking of winning all their games, Milwaukee is in the hunt for the, the 70 win club. They'd be the third team joining the 2016 Warriors and the 96 Bulls. Mm -hmm. Do you think the Bucks can do it or no? Um, How many games left? It's about twenty. Yeah, and, and they have how many wins they have? They are at like fifty three. It's like 50, Ooh, 53, 53, yeah. and ten. I know they have ten losses. They have ten losses, so they basically it's need like to nineteen win games, seventeen games, right? And they can only lose one or two. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you, you can't. It's hard to win 17 in a row at this time of year. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. and especially Giannis, I feel like he's taking a slump, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they haven't got, gotten back-to-back -back losses all the season. Mm -hmm. I think that the Lakers just did that. The Lakers and the Heat okay. gave them back-to-back -back losses. Okay. But I, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't know, but... I don't, I don't, I don't think that they're gonna get into the seventy win club, and because, like you were saying last night, I don't really believe in the Bucks. Yeah, I don't much. believe in the Bucks. And Giannis, I saw on ESPN that he's getting an MRI on his knee, so oh, I think yeah. his left knee. So yeah, he might be. 
getting ready that's to load good. manage right a little now. bit. You know what I mean? Not at all. That's not, not at all. Because you should be rounding in the form right now. Yeah. Not having your best player, yeah. your engine, so to speak, um, getting MRIs. And I saw. And I saw. Um, I I know that he did get hurt last night. Yeah. I saw he like. I think he went up against AD, uh-huh. and I think he like fell and like hurt his knee and like right. maybe fell on it awkwardly. So okay. it 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 doesn't look like the greatest position to mm. be in right now. Right. But you know, hopefully for hopefully it just comes back positive. Right. And, you know, he's all good and he's gonna yeah. be ready to go for the playoffs. Maybe get like two or three games in before right. the regular season ends. Okay. So yeah, if 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 he's hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you 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 already got the first spot basically clutch. Yeah, right? that's a good point. Let, let him sit for a couple games until yeah. he gets well. That's a great point. And yeah. then and then finish up strong. But don't you know, you don't want to risk it. Right. And you've worked hard all this season to get there. Great point. But it's hard if you already have nine because the record's nine, right? Seventy three and nine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for the Warriors, yeah. And they, they already have nine losses. Right. So you ain't gonna win seventeen straight. Games. <laughs> right. Yeah, you have to. You, they can only happen. tie the Bulls now. Yeah. 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 They can only tie the Bulls, but they, they ain't going to do that. Right. No. <laughs> it's like, too great. It's, it's just it's just hard. Seventeen games, and I don't. I haven't looked at their schedule, but I can imagine they're right. going to play some real teams. Right. Right. Yeah. Sure, you're only going to lose two games. Yeah. Yeah. Or and, one game. Yeah. Man. And speaking of tough schedules, the Lakers just have a really tough schedule. Yeah. The Bucks and then the Clippers. Yeah. Tomorrow at 3.30. And that, that game last night, I think LeBron kind of just sh- reminded people oh, yeah. and Giannis that oh, yeah. he's still the king. Oh, I'm still mm-hmm. that dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, don't come at me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Jalen Rose made some good points in the game. I respect what you've done to the league. Right, right. Mr. MVP. Right. But, but look, though. Yeah, but look, <laughs> though, straight up. Like, I'm still the king. Right. right? Um, so, uh, speaking of L.A., Deion Waiters. He got dropped by the Heat because he was causing a bunch of problems, right? Doing yeah. dumb stuff. Yeah. And so now LA just signed him, I think, yesterday or two days ago. Is he gonna find success in LA? Um, well, if he can not do the like there's no shame through him at all. If he can avoid the things that he did in Miami and hopefully just, you know, get back to Dion Waiters, who I remember from like Two years ago or something, where yeah. he just like like he he was really good. Like, yeah. Two. He's a score. He's like Mr. Cool. He's a bucket. Yeah, he's a bucket. <laughs> he knows I, how to score. I remember him seeing. Um, I remember seeing him hit like clutch shots for yeah. like the Heat in like big games right. against like could be like yeah. the Warriors right, or something. Right. You know, like he can be a key piece. Like he can bring shooting right. for us, and he can. He's like a continuous Kyle Pope, but mm-hmm. like a better shooter. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, what do you think, Cool? Nah, I I think um, this can go two two ways. Right? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. You know, he the one of the problems with him was when he was in my, Miami. I think that he he wasn't ready to play that role of backing being right. behind a guy like Jim, Jimmy Butler right. or something like that. You know, exactly. he even had that problem when he was with the Cavs for a little bit. Right, when I Le- agree. LeBron mm-hmm. was there, or no, was was it Le- LeBron that was there? When Kyrie was there, right. he had that problem a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you got to understand, you're putting yourself in a position to be to to win the championship. Yeah. So don't come and mess things up. Right, right. Or start no stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't start. Like no, yeah. Like know that you you with the king. Like don't 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 don't, don't come in here and act stupid right, and be right. mad that you're not getting this many right. shots or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Like be thankful yeah. that you get another opportunity with the Absolutely. best team in the league. Absolutely. Yeah. Like don't don't come in here. Yeah. So. I just hope that he doesn't 
you know, you, you gotta humble yourself sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And he's gotta do it now because he, he, he messed up right. back there. Yeah. He's getting a set. No, not a lot of people get a second opportunity with the best team in the league. Right. That's a mm-hmm. fact. So, yeah. yeah. I think he could, he can really help them. Yeah. If he comes in with the right mentality. I agree. Know? I totally agree. Ego and attitude are everything with Deion Wade just because he yep. definitely can play. Um, that's never been up for, for debate. So, recently, LeVar Ball. Did his media around and he was on um not speak up, but what's the the joint on Fox with Skip and Shannon? Oh, um, um you know what I'm talking undisputed. about undisputed. undisputed. He was on undisputed. undisputed, right? And so he made some pretty, pretty audacious claims. One of them being that all three of his sons would end up playing for the same team one day, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've I've been on record on this podcast as saying how much of a fan I am of Lonzo and how much he's improved. Yeah. Um, like this year he's playing great, right? Mm-hmm. But he, do you, he's hitting them threes. He's hitting like those he did threes. Last night. Yeah. 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 He he, he's changed ch- it. He went from here. Right. More here. Right. The ball straight. Which is rare. Yeah. It's rare that a guy at that age changes his forms and his yeah. mechanic like it's mechanics like that. Right. It. Yeah. It's very difficult. So yeah. do you guys think that? That is possible. Can Lonzo, Jello, and Melo end up on the same team in if, the NBA? If LeVar Ball gets involved, because, I mean... Well, what power does he have, though? He talks a lot. And LeVar, despite all the hyperbole, right, and the hot takes that he gives, he actually has a very good basketball mind. Yeah. Like, he understands the game at a high level. He can break that thing down. Mm-hmm. So, But he doesn't have any power. He's not a GM or anything. Yeah, I, I know. It's just like... I don't know. I feel like him and the NBA are just like friends or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like I feel like they just They're like in cahoots. It, yeah, and I like it could it, it could, it's definitely a possibility. But like if we're being serious here, I I don't think that's gonna happen. Just like how Lonzo didn't get to stay in LA for that's a good point. Two years. That's a good point. Yeah, he he um. For, first of all. I, Lavar is out of his mind at times. Right. Yes. Like he says that's some true. Crazy stuff. That's true. About the you know when he back in the day when he said he can beat Michael Jordan one on one. Right. Right. Like some of that stuff is crazy. Right. But I do respect the fact that he was able to talk his son into the second pick. That's a, po- a good point. He was not a second pick in in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Second pick. I agree over Jason Tatum and can't shoot. Right. Over Jason. Over Tatum. Jason Tatum. Right. Right. Yeah. So the fact that he did that is genius. Yeah. The fact that, and I love his mentality of that whole big baller brand thing. Right. He was like, you know what? Instead of these people doing the same thing, Nike coming in doing, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do my own thing. Right. And I respect that. Yeah. You know, obviously it's very hard because it's monopolized the whole thing. It's right. Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. Right. Like they run everything, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. But I respect that he, he. I mean, it's it's got to happen at some point. Yeah. Somebody has to come in and say, you know, it's not all about them. Right. Mm-hmm. And then these guys. But they're the ones with the big money. They yeah. come in on that stuff. They got the machine. But I, is it ever going to happen, all three of them? Um, what about LaMelo? Right. Is he even going to make it in the league? That's the question. Yeah, so, now well, hold on. LaMelo, they're saying is going to be the number one pick. No, no, no. Jello. Jello, Angelo, right? That's the middle one, right? Is he ever gonna be in the league? That's my question. That's my question because he, he 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 missed his window, right? Right? Yeah. Like I I don't think that he's gonna be able to make it in. Yeah. Yeah. He'll probably 
be in the G League. I haven't heard he's been killing there. Right. Yeah. So how is he going to get his opportunity with that? Right. True. Now, to the Lonzo and Me- Melo, mm-hmm. yes, they, they yeah. have a chance. Right. Because mm-hmm. I honestly, in my personal opinion, Melo is better than all of them. Right. But, but yeah. Better than both of them. Yeah, I agree. Because the way he's able to play ball screens and pass. Right. And his shot's crazy, but it goes in enough. Right. And and he's, he's taller than what's name. He's 6'6", yeah. 6'7". Six, 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 yeah. yeah. Point guard. Yeah. He's a big boy. Like, you you know, I I think that his career is going to be better yeah. than Lonzo's. I, I agree. I totally yeah. agree. And, and and he's supposed to be top five? Yeah, they said maybe number one. Maybe number one. Him or Wiseman. Him yeah. or the kid, yeah, the kid from Memphis. Sure, Wiseman, yeah. So this, this is a question. We got two left. Mm-hmm. This is a question I've been waiting to bring up since we knew you were coming on the podcast, Coop. <laughs> Last year, Luka Doncic made a, a claim that went under the radar, but for some reason it's resurfaced. <laughs> he said that it's easier to score in the NBA than in Europe because the court in the NBA is a little bit bigger and that the NBA... Um, has that defensive three seconds rule. So people have to spread out some, right? As a, a European pro, right, who obviously had NBA talent, right? What do you think about that statement? I think he's absolutely right. Wow. <laughs> no, wow. It's, it, it's a different game there. Okay. It's a different game. And the spacing, the, the, the three second rule, it makes all the difference in the world. Right, right. Because, shoot, if, you know, overseas, some of them Europeans, that are seven feet tall, they just throw them in the paint. Right. And it's different when you come off a ball screen and you see open space, nobody right. there. Right. Or if you see a big big man sitting in there. Right. It makes a difference. So it definitely makes, and this, the spacing, and the, the other thing that pe- people don't think about is this. Outside of the rules of the game with the spacing and the three-second rule. Uh-huh. You know, you play eight more minutes in the NBA. Oh, wow. Overseas, okay. it's ten-minute quarters for four quarters i did not know that so you have eight more minutes to play wow okay so when he's talking about scoring he's thinking about that too that's a good point because if you're you know if you have eight more minutes to hoop right you yeah. know that that's 16 or 18 that you average right. can go to 24 right 25 again right right mm-hmm. you know you got eight eight more minutes to play is a lot that's a lot mm-hmm. that's a whole so, lot so that 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 plays a factor in it but he's He's absolutely right, and there's there's more zone over in Europe. Wow, they play a lot of zone. There's times when, you know, it was every third game when we were going zone against the team. Just depends on if they were shooters, if they were not. Right. Mm -hmm. Zone changes everything. It does. It absolutely does. So it's very hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very hard. I'm not saying that. I mean, for him, he's basically saying it, it is easier because the, yeah. the way he's killing now. Yeah, he wasn't doing that o- o- over. I know Europe. his numbers didn't. Look his his numbers like were that. not that good, but, but the the game is different too because it's just a different flow over there in Europe. Right, right. Mm-hmm. The time is short, short, shorter, of uh-huh. course, and it's just a different flow. So you can't do all the things that you want to do right. in, in in that space. Then in Europe, I mean, we come back here in the NBA mm-hmm. and all this space. There's 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 more jacking threes. Right, like they, right. They don't jack threes like 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 that over in Europe. Wow. Here, she. I watched the Rockets play the other night. Oh, oh my, my god! Goodness, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's like the, the goal is shoot a three. It's right. like nothing else almost. Right. right. Just yeah. shoot a three. Yeah. That's Doesn't true. matter. Shot fake. If he jumps, perfect. Three right. 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 Like. <laughs> right. So that means that makes the game easier because when they're jacking up more threes. Yeah. More possessions. Right. Right. 
So so when he talks about that, he's thinking he's talking about all the right. he's talking about all that stuff. So I get why he thinks, and it, that's not for all players, right? Of course, that's just of for course. certain guys like him that can make that comment, right? So yeah, no, yeah, and the the Rockets came up with like a new like system so that they can get to the paint more. And now, and they're still jacking up so many threes. I right. don't understand it. Right. Like you can literally just go to Russell Westbrook every single time. Just yeah, play it. yeah. I mean, but like the Clippers the other night, they did a good job of closing out well on him. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have to know who you're closing out on because they know he's not going to shoot, so they give yep. him a shallow closeout so he doesn't he can't dart past the defender. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that was in the in the game plan. Um, but the last thing for a year or no is. Brooklyn just fired their coach, or they said they mutually parted ways. Oh, for real? So the right, wow. that's kind of breaking news. I didn't news, even right, know that. Right before you got over here, Jeez. so it's Brooklyn um, and Kenny Atkinson, yeah. who was the coach, mutually parted ways. At, and this is what really tripped me out. After a win, they won by like 19, 20 points, right? Against who? I forget who it was against, um, but. No, it wasn't the way it said. You just threw that out. No, there, no, I actually thought it was. No, I, I think the loss against um, Memphis is what hurt them. Okay. The Nets, they 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 lost to Memphis bad a couple couple, couple days ago. Right, they did, they did. But I, I think that's what messed them up. But then they came back and won by almost twenty, and they still let dude go, and they yeah. said it was mutual, right? So, do you think that? Because okay, and let me say this one last part. The, the tweet was put out there that if KD and Kyrie wanted Kenny Atkinson to be the coach, he would be the coach, mm-hmm. right? They're the stars, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that this KD and Kyrie experiment, so to speak, is going to work in Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. I have strong thoughts about this. I mean, like, see, the thing is, so Kyrie has already worked with a... Uh, Superstar level, Hall of Hall of Famer, right? Small forward, LeBron James, right? So, I mean, now he's coming back and he's working with another one, right? KD, right? But LeBron and KD play totally different. They do. They like, and one KD has a way better skill set, right? He has a way better skill set, but LeBron is just like. He can be more dominant. Yeah, he's LeBron. Yeah, it's like LeBron can be more dominant in way in certain ways, but then in other ways, like KD can be more dominant, just like taking over from mid range, right? Just getting to the paint and just bullying everybody, like we saw last night, right? But like, I feel like more like the more shooting, like it it, it might it might just mess up. It it just might mess up like. I, not that it will mess up, it just won't really work. Right. Because him, because Katie and Kyrie both like to shoot the basketball. Yeah, they both. They, yeah, they both like to shoot off the dribble too. Yeah, and, they do. Yeah, and Kyrie, he'd be taking all these like crazy little crossover step back. Right. You know, sh- shots and right. and then you know like as we're like LeBron, he can just like if LeBron was cutting, Kyrie would always find him. Right. And you know just. Easy dunk at the rim. So, so you're saying a lot right now, but what are you saying? Do you think that it's gonna work? That's the year and all. Um, I think that it's kind of going to work because it's good. Because really, <laughs> in the end result, it's gonna make Brooklyn Brooklyn better. Yeah, I mean, I mean they'll be better than they've been, but yeah, will I they th- contend. Well, like for a cha- for of course, a, a yeah, will they contend for a championship? Um, I think that they very well could. Mm. If 
Kyrie stays healthy because he's only played twenty games this season. Yeah, no, I know, and I yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna let you finish, then Coop going, and I like I said, I have some strong thoughts about this. But yeah, and Katie hasn't played at all this season, right? Um, but I feel like if they can both stay healthy uh-huh. for for a very good portion of the season, mm-hmm. I feel like Giannis and the Bucks because they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna be the team to beat right. next year still. Um, I think that Katie and Kyrie will just show like more experience, and I feel like they're just going to be able to kind of take over at times if right. they ever run into each other okay. in the playoffs. And then, yeah. So yeah or nah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What you think about this, man? Um, I think it'll work. Okay. I think it'll work, but Bring I, it down. I, I didn't. This changes everything with that coach, right? Being fired, I didn't know. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But. Because I, I thought the coach did a great job. That's what I thought. Last year, he didn't have nothing. He right. still made the playoffs. Right, right. He was still getting wins. He had those guys playing well. Right. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. I think that had, obviously, it had something to do with Kate, Katie and Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have a big say in everything. Of course. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're, in, in New, they're the team in New York right now. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody and cares for the foreseeable future. Foreseeable future. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what happened with that. My question is, if he's out, who's in next? Okay. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And, and, and that's a big part of it. So <laughs> You said David Fisdale? Fisdale? I mean, oh, it be could tough. be Fisdale. That would be tough. I think this, this, this coach that has been under the radar for years because he's been riding, just riding along, cruising. Mike Brown. Right. Yeah. The assistant with Golden State. The, with the Warriors, right. He, he should jump ship and take this job. Right. Mm-hmm. Because he's, That's he, a good he's point. coached LeBron in the past. That's a good point. They had to run in the past. Right. He he has rings with um help helping out with Steve Kerr. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I think they should bring him in and do this. That's a great point. Just being real. That's a great point. So yeah. in the article that I was, one of the articles I was reading, someone brought up the name Mark Jackson, and Mark Jackson, I feel like should have had that Knicks job. Right, yes. he should have been offered that Knicks job. He's so in wide, right? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So if Brooklyn really were to hire Mark Jackson, which from all accounts that I've read, players love Mark Jackson, and he's the one that established that Steph. winning culture yep. it, with Steph and, and all them in, in Golden State, right? Mm-hmm. That would be a big middle finger to the Knicks, in my opinion, oh. right? But if we're talking about is it going to work with Katie and Kyrie? If I had to bet, I'm going to say nah. I'm going to say nah. Because these <laughs> two, Katie's a hometown guy, played at Montrose Christian, right? Yep. Stu Vetter, yep. our coach, right? Yep. Um, and I, I love what Katie's done. I love Kyrie's ball handling wizardry. But they're too mercurial. Like, they're too up and down. Like, I don't want to say temperamental, but it's just like. You mean off the court? Off the court, yes, but I feel like that translates yeah, to on dogs the, on the court. They though. are dogs on the court. Like, but no, I, no, no, but, but think think about this, Sean. Okay, I don't like how sensitive Katie is. Right. I don't how, like how sensitive Kyrie right. is. You know, when, when you're a dog, you ain't got you don't have to deal with these people. Right, Just exactly. Play. Just but, play. But, but Katie said it. I'm Kevin Durant. He you is Kevin. I, am. I know. And I'm telling you, he's. I, I think he's gonna come out and he is gonna be back to that Katie. He gonna kill people. Right. Listen, mm-hmm. I think that's gonna happen. I absolutely. DeAndre do. Jordan in there. 
Just yes. to set screens and yes. roll? I, I get that. But in order to win a championship, as you know, Coop, because you won the high school level and the pro level, it's about more than basketball. It's about the cohesiveness of the unit, right? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like this has the potential to be bad. I, I actually hope that I'm wrong because I yeah. like KD a lot. And I like Kyrie, but like, I just see this, this them losing a couple games and things just like things being said, and then it's just all going downhill. You you think that? So, so you're saying these two players that react to a lot of controversy in different <laughs> right, ways, right? If they're on the same team, they might it might go back and forth. That's what I think. That I think there's a strong possibility. There, there's a that good can, chance that could happen. <laughs> right. Or it could be flipped and their bond is so strong, the reason why they got them to come to play together in the first place. Right. That that won't happen. Because right. I, I, I see them being like this. You know, like I don't think anything will happen between those two guys. If anything, if it, if they have anything to blame, they're gonna blame the other dudes. Yeah, but look, you can't do that. <laughs> that, that. That's what I'm saying. I exactly see that happening. Where it's like us two versus y'all, Bamas. Y'all didn't set enough screens. Y'all didn't get enough rebounds. Yeah. And then there's like a, a kind of like a mutiny. Like, well, forget y'all. We're not gonna set the screen. We're not gonna rebound. We're not gonna defend. Again, I hope that I'm wrong, but I just see that this because you know at that level. And you still coach, right? You mm. know a lot of coaching is about managing personalities. Yes. So who is going to come in and manage those personalities? Is it a Mark Jackson, right, who's a strong personality himself? I don't know, but I'm just like, there's too much flux and turnover in this situation. Um, mm. So we'll see. I'm going to, if I again, if I had to bet, and I'm not a betting man, but if I did have to bet, I would you know, say, no. <laughs> when you say not going to work, does it mean not win a championship or just or just fall fall apart where they don't even, they're not even con- contenders? I, I think it implodes. I think it implodes. Oof. And they're like, they're so talented. They're going to, in the East, which is the weaker conference, right? They'll make the playoffs. Yeah. But I don't see them being, getting past the first round. I don't see that. Or really? Maybe, in, maybe, in the East? Maybe they get past the first round, but second round? Not. They're not a viable contender, in my opinion. Because, again, at that level, it's about so much more than basketball. Even in our St. John's days, we were a full unit. A full unit where everybody was on the same page. Nobody felt like they were better than anyone else. And... I mean, some of those guys were better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, Jason some, Cable. And some of those guys Morgan. knew they were better. Than right, they were, but it but, was. But it, but but we all had the same goal. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and I'm not saying those guys wouldn't have the same goal, but we didn't. This the social media era. It, it's, it's different, affects, right? It affects a lot of how people do stuff. Right. Because you can go home, and just get on your phone. It's right. Like depth, it's. It can really cause problems. It can one really tweet cause, can really cause it, problems. One tweet, exactly. Yeah. And it's if like, I say something to you in the locker room, right, right, that's different. That's than way going home different. Put it out. That's, that's way different, right? Hate it. Hate it. Like so, Kyrie. First of all, last year in Boston, he did a commercial with Nike. I'm coming back to Boston. All this. Then he leaves, right? Which is crazy. Which is said. I, I care about my my jersey, right? And all that. He basically seemed like long term. Right. That's what I thought. Right. Then he leaves. It's like. Okay, I mean, you're obviously free to do whatever you want, but do you understand what kind of messaging, like what kind of optics that is? That's terrible on your part, right? And then with uh, Brooklyn this year, he says, well, he names all these individual players, here's our core, and he leaves out all these other guys. And we talked about this 
uh, a couple months ago on the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. He leaves out all these other guys, so he alienates them, right? And it's like, but dude, this is my thing with Kyrie. Again, talent is undeniable. But you have not played more than 75 games before in the season. He he averages, I think I did the math, it was like 57 games a season. Yeah. So if you're not playing 82 games or at least averaging 75-plus games, how are you talking about anything? You're sitting out all the time, and they're the yeah. ones that are going out playing all the time. Yeah, but he's he, he's thinking more like he's kind of on his high, high horse a little bit. It, absolutely. And he's saying, you know what, I have a ring, right. and the times when I am on the court, right. can't nobody stop me. That's true. But Which is somewhat true. It is somewhat true, but, but Brooklyn, that's, that's not enough. That's not enough, exactly. Right. And Brooklyn this year actually has a better record without Kyrie than they do with Kyrie. Wow. So it's like if he was coming back and winning games for them, then we having a different conversation. But you coming back, you're not winning. No. You're not winning. And without LeBron, Kyrie's winning percentage is something like 35%. It's something crazy low. Wow. It's crazy low without LeBron. I didn't even know that. Right? Yeah. So it's like, come on, we got to really dig into the numbers here, right? Um, so I'm going to go with nah. Yeah. I mean, you make some really good points there. But um, to add on, um, Kyrie, he needs to learn how to play more team basketball and not right. just doing just everything by himself. Right. Or he needs to kind of get back to that, like with how he did with LeBron. Right. You know, actually trying to play team basketball right. and making plays when he needs to make plays. Mm -hmm. um, but also, KD needs to, I think he needs to kind of be like, hey, Kyrie, like, I'm I'm kind of like I know we're kind of like a duo. We're kind of gonna be like a duo, right. but like I'm the man. Yeah. But like I am truly the man. Right. Like, I'm I truly am, the man. I'm better than you. <laughs> you can't and, say that though. Well, like I've done I've done more than you. <laughs> we can't say that either though. I get what you're saying, but you can't articulate it that way. Yeah, but but then like see like what it was like with Westbrook. Like Westbrook went back in OKC. He was trying to do too much. You know, when KD was there. Right. And, you know, we saw how that went, you know, yeah. lost in the finals. Um, they blew that 3-1 lead. Right, to the Warriors. Yeah, and then KD went that to hurt. the Warriors. Right. And, you know, play with a guard like Steph. Right. Who doesn't do too much at all. Right. And definitely plays team basketball. He's low maintenance, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's just really how, kind of how it's going to have to go down. Maybe not so, like... Maybe you can think about it more than I did. Right. And not just be ruthless. Right. But, <laughs> right. Yeah, but... Right. Be um, a little more graceful in his delivery. Yeah, because right. you know how Kyrie is. Right. That's funny. Um, so, yeah. Hey, fellas. I don't even know how long this podcast has been. It seems like it's been about two hours. Um, but this has just been like... The most fun that I've had in a long time, man. Yeah, like, man. cool coming through and blessing us. Thank you oh, so man. much, man. I'm, I'm I'm so grateful, man. Just you, you know, you I, I've been watching your podcast for a while, and um, I, I I I and I'm gonna put it out there. I hit him up and said, I gotta come come on. Absolutely, he, he didn't ask me. <laughs> right. I, I I invited myself. So so because I I just love the the atmosphere and, it, and it, anytime it comes to the, the game right I'm willing to talk about it all the time absolutely and the, and the fact that Sean's on here too yeah. is huge man yeah man nobody's doing this man yeah nobody your age is doing what, what you're doing right now so take yeah. advantage of this yeah and just I'm keep gonna... building and growing like you you're doing like you you're, you're acting like a vet a little bit <laughs> <laughs> like you like like you've been doing this right, and that's right. true you have been doing this yeah. but this is a good experience for you because you're 
you you know you are comfortable already yes like this is not you talking this is not your first time and i i I can feel it yeah okay so just keep building on man hey i appreciate those kind words brother i really do man um Yo, so again, Coop said he, he invited himself, but Coop know he got an open invite to anything that I'm doing. He knows that. This is a brotherly bond. And um, yeah, man, this has been real. I know even for him to get out here, he's got a wife at home expecting twins any minute now. Yeah, man. So for you to I got the phone right, right here. Right, right. <laughs> Just in case. Right, right, right. I, I, I was looking down at it. Absolutely. Know? And so uh, we... um had a shirt for you but it got stolen like stolen jersey type stuff we're gonna make sure we get a shirt for you by the time them twins get here um just to to say thank you and we see that you brought us this mizzou jersey too (laughs) right hey gotta get a shot of that (laughs) that's straight clutch right there but thank you so much (laughs) cool you know it's always love my brother appreciate you man Sean, come on, baby. <laughs> yeah, so, Sean, you want to take us out of here, man? Uh, yeah. So, uh, thank you guys again for listening to another episode of the Hoop Live with Sean and Sean podcast. This time with the special guest, Mr. Coop. Um, um, can you? I'm sorry. Um, please make sure to um rate us. Um, rate us just five stars. Just, just rate us five stars. <laughs> write a comment. You know, suggesting anything or let us know how you feel about the podcast we're doing a good job or what you think could use work right and where we at where we at um we are on all podcast platforms but if you don't know too many like one or two on name a few anchor spotify our podcast google podcast and yeah all other podcast platforms that you or anyone else a friend family member whatever can think of absolutely man so again from our family to your family Peace. Peace. Peace.